Hey metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions, meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m., all appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email piercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Hey, Metalheads, after going to a Rager, what's your ultimate go-to? Mine is totally pizza. So when Overload is playing or I'm promoting the Metal Forge Live showcases or the big goddamn metal show, I go to Pizza Donisi. Pizza Donisi is gourmet artisan pizza from right here in Louisville, Kentucky. It features things like the pizza of the month, the sandwiches, and also vegetarian and vegan options, which is so totally fucking cool for all, all of it's It's awesome pizza. You definitely want to go. Hey, and also, from time to time, they do cannolis. Oh, so fucking good. You know what they said, man. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Yeah, just like that in Godfather. They're located right next to the Mag Bar at 1396 South 2nd Street. So either stop in or call in at 502-213-0488. They're open till midnight. The witching hour. Heineken? Fuck that shit! Pabst Blue Ribbon! Hey, metalheads, you all hear me talk about Magbar all the time. It is the home to the Metal Forge Live showcases and is an integral stop in the ultimate underground metal tour schedule. They obviously feature live music, but the Magbar also has daily specials like Pint and Slice Night on Tuesdays with Pizza Donisi. But they also do Bring Your Own Vinyl on Thursdays with DJ Kent Jackson. And Finer Things Sundays. Located right next to Pizza Donisi at 1398 South 2nd Street. Open 3 p.m. to 4 a.m. seven days a week. Get your asses out to the Mag Bar. Rock out. For 45 years in keeping Louisville weird, Electric Ladyland has been there for all your eccentricities. While they do offer the best smoking supplies out on the market today, there's a whole lot more to check out. From ashtrays and blacklight posters, to records, incense and burners, and items to stock your metaphysical supply. They're open from 10 to 10, 7 days a week. Located at 2325 Bardstown Road in Louisville, Kentucky, and at electricladyland420.com. Roll out. 
going on metalheads thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the metal forge my name is mark jackson and i am your host this week we have baptize in the metal forge and this is a weird episode because baptize does not have any recorded material other than video on youtube and rather than spare you of all of that you should just go next, uh, you know, tomorrow, the next day, by the time this releases. Uh, so hopefully you're listening to this on release day. That you see them at the Mag Bar on night two of the big goddamn metal show. So yeah, fuck, uh, hell yeah, that's why we're promoting this. Why? That's why we're here today. It's all been fucking five years in the making. You know, coming coming up to a big goddamn metal show. And one of the people who, you know, kind of uh, spawned this for me is actually here right now. Again, you know, he's actually becoming more of a co-host than just a, a part-time guest, as, it, as this originally had uh, been an idea. And Mr. Jason Gardner of The Alehorn and the Mudhorn, and the Heavy Metal Wasteland. How, how did I spawn this? Because, dude, you do... Dude, you have your own fest, man. And you've had it for seven okay. years now, you know? Steel and Stone 7, you know, coming up here in November, on November the 10th. The first year for a Friday, by the way. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of a test. and But I think it's got a solid fucking lineup. And me being the, the the jackass that I am, I had one day already planned. And I realized that it was the 14th. And I was like, son of a bitch. I should have done the 13th. I should have asked for that Friday. Like a dumbass. And so that's what I ended up fucking doing. I was just like, okay, well, what if I put together another day at another place? And then it's like, well, fuck, now it really is a big goddamn metal show. Two bars, two places. Fucking an epic goddamn weekend, right? And you know how much that I've bitched about not being a fan of multi-day fest. But I think doing it in a, in a scale such as this, you know, when you have, as Jason had referred to, what did you call everybody on there, Jason? I don't remember. All all quality and no no filler. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is, yeah. I think that's something that's truly lacking when all these other fests go for names you recognize. If you just go for solid front to top to bottom, front to back, how you want to do it, side to side, I think that's a much better experience for everyone. And you get your money more. You know, you said that. And I'm going to break a rule here. <clears throat> and right. I'm going to break a rule and put it in the change door because of the big goddamn metal show tonight. It's like, it's like shooting craps over here. Um, I'm going to sit here and say, when you said uh, front to back, back to front, side to side, whatever you want to call it, the fucking first thing I thought of was there is a fucking soundboard meme of somebody asking James how he wipes. And he goes, back to the front. <laughs> So that is what you when you said that. I told him I told him a little tin pot for you. Okay. Um, yeah. Here, here. Do that again. There you go. There you go. That was a steel pick in a wooden desk. Foley artist here, uh, dude. Like you've had some interesting times here too. You know. So. Let me ask you before we get into what you're what you're going to talk about here on the wasteland. Uh, when you started stealing stone, how did you really want to do it? Where did it Where did it spawn from? Stealing stone actually spawned from never being invited to festivals. I, get I just that. said, "Fuck it, we'll make our own." I get and that. That's really how it happened. Yeah. So, like I said, it was a. It was like very trial and error the first year. Uh, we had a cloak from Atlanta who was uh, not really known, but pretty badass. Still are. Um, so, like, I learned a lot about uh, how much bands want, how much bands think they're worth, how much bands overrate themselves, because I hit up a lot. Um, had a few that were legit that couldn't make it um, for whatever reasons. Um, so I'll, I'll just name drop because I don't think it's that big a deal. Um, the first year, I almost landed the band Falcon. Oh, cool! As a headliner, five hundred bucks is what they agreed on. Back then, that was you know pretty reasonable. That'd probably be like eight or nine, because it just cost inflation. Um, but at the time, one of them played in Baroness, and the schedule was really up in the air depending on what Baroness the schedule was, which didn't work out in my favor. For sure. Um, but I learned. I, but I learned. You know, like okay, five hundred is a uh, good measuring bar to see who I can get. So I hit up some other ones. Some wanted more. Some were going to Europe. Some had pending plans. It didn't fit. Stuff like that. Um, so yeah. Then uh, after I finally landed the headliner cloak, I just started hitting up uh, other bands that thought fit good. Uh, had a six-band lineup, and the rest is history. Hell yeah. uh, the next year, the next year was uh, a little easier because I already kind of knew what to do. Like take band A, plug in cost B, and then hope for outcome C. Plan on outcome D if, if need be, and you know you just uh, you just start at the top and just kind of work your way down. You know, because once you have a top band and other bands want to play with them, not to belittle them or take money away, but they'll play for a little cheaper because it's the experience of playing with a bigger band. So you take that into you, know, you take that into account um, and try to land some. Another thing I learned is some bands will be insulted to no end if you ask them to open. <laughs> it's not really a uh, it's not really a status thing. It's kind of like a, I need an opener thing, and I think you'd be good on the bill. 
when you build a festival, when I build a festival, I try to stack the band as I see uh, the best for out of town and in town bands. For sure. I try to do, I try to do half and half, and then line up, which is hard because a lot of times I have to repeat years, uh, not, not even counting my band, which we play every year. But sometimes there's just not that many bands around here that really fit what I try to do. Um, you know, it's hard to put a metalcore and deathcore band in when you have like a, a stoner rock or, or and a power metal, metal band. 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 So, like, the bands are, like, very limited, so I've had some repeats. Not too many. Well, and see, here's Oblivion the difference. Thro- Oblivion Throne and Death repeat this year. They played with Night Demon uh, two years ago, and we're obviously a repeat, and I've had uh, one called Shrunken Heads uh, repeat once. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you know, I mean, that's a cool thing. You know, you get your deal. And with mine, I wanted to play with Snafu again, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that was the original, the original deal, and I was just gonna do it like a two to three band, you know, like a three to maybe four band show. I don't know why I said two bands, never, three bands always. Uh, I, I swear by the three band show. I love it uh, just because. Uh, and then I would, and then when the other deal happened where I said, you know what, I'm going to book Friday also. Then I really started thinking about piecing something together of the bands I like to play with, the bands I want to play with that I've never played with before, and the bands I like to watch is what I did. And um, we did have a headliner for night one, and it, and they unfortunately fell through, so we had shifted some things around, and then I had another band uh, have some personnel issues and have to drop, and luckily enough, you know, about a month ago, Tucker from Throne of Iron confirmed, and, you know, it's going to be their first time in Louisville tonight, and I'm ready for it because fuck, you know. I've I've wanted to see I've seen them before, but like it's so great to see them, you know. Uh, I I really, as you heard last week's episode, uh, I really want to meet Arzab, but like I I've never got to meet Arzab, and I'm kind of bummed by that because I only see his his resting case literally, which is the mid '60s era Samsonite. But yeah, I definitely wanna, uh, I definitely wanna see meet him in person. But uh, yeah, so, dude, tell me about uh, what do you talk, what do you got this week on the on the wasteland? Dude, to be honest with you, not really much. I uh, figured we'd just uh, do one last minute hype on a big goddamn metal show. But I did, yeah, I see, that's exactly what it was, man. I knew that's yeah. what you were gonna do. I do, I do want to bring everyone's attention real quick. This just happened, uh, as you listen to this, this happened yesterday. Um, Howling Giant and Heavy Temple got uh, robbed on their tour. Oh, fuck. Uh, some shithead in Italy grabbed their uh, bag with all their money, passports, and their merch. Uh, no instruments, luckily, so they can keep going. But they have a GoFundMe set up for, you know, obvious uh, costs because now... The tour sounds like it was being pretty successful. Now it sounds like a uh, now now it sounds like they're in a ring. So I think it was all the money that they they had made. Jesus. So uh, if you go to uh, the GoFundMe, it's GoFundMe 
facebook.com and then look up uh, either Howling Giant and Heavy Temple Rob's on tour or if I mispronounce his name I, I, I apologize Jad Schickler it's J-A-D-D-S-H-I-C-K-L-E-R that's who's uh, organizing the fundraiser um, they're up to at time of recording 6700 bucks out of 10000 with 119 donations so if you got like any five, ten, twenty, or to spare, um, they could appreciate it and uh, you know help them get home because uh, I would imagine getting your passport stolen really fucking sucks. Well, and I want to go ahead here and mention too, uh, as of posting this two days ago, uh, Ted Aguilar from Death Angel had something similar happen. Uh, he has two missing guitars um, on their flight back from fucking Japan. You know, uh, it was in an uh, MP case, uh, ESP Japan Custom Shop Eclipse um, with LEDs and uh, an ESP Standard Silver Burst Eclipse guitar. And if you want to, there's uh, I'm reposting it on my stories uh, constantly. So, fucking fuck thieves, dude. That's like, what the fuck? And I don't even know if that's actually yeah, a thief thing for him, but like yeah. it, it's like it really, you know, if it looks like a duck, and that's always the first thing that we as fucking musicians, I think, go to. Is yeah, there'll be a there'll be a link in the uh, description for the GoFundMe uh, for Alan Dying. Yeah, and and yeah, for sure on the on the deal here. But yeah, man, I'm really I'm really uh, digging this. The whole big goddamn metal show first day uh, and releasing an episode. And I hope to be soon looking at some cool fucking things like uh, maybe doing some Twitch streams and doing some live content. Because I also want to mention the big fucking news. As you saw yesterday, we here at Flamekeeper have a new host... Holy fucking shit. Uh, Aaron Assange from Assange and Battery. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty excited, man. Um, yeah, Aaron's on board, and let's not forget uh, Metal on Budget. No, I'm not going to forget him because there is also some more news, and I'm breaking this today. Day one of the big goddamn metal show because that's what we all fucking are, dude. We all are metal on a budget. And um, Justin White from Metal on a Budget is coming on board. Uh, you will start seeing new videos from him uh, on the for the time being until I can hopefully get the rebrand of the Metal Forge uh, YouTube page. Uh, so it's at Metal Forge Radio on YouTube. Um, but we're working on getting it shifted to Flame Keeper on YouTube. Yes. As we should have done from the beginning, who the fuck knows why we did it? Because but, yeah. we're stupid. And guess fucking what, dude? We're dumb fucking musicians. That's all that we are. Uh, it's all guesswork in cut off sleeves and black shirts. That's all that it is, and 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 yeah. short sleeve gray shirts or gray green, whatever you're wearing. This is for my work shirt. And by the way, let me tell you about my day today. Yeah. Uh, while I was out, while I was out working slash putting up posters for Steel and Stone in uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. I Wait a minute, the Johnson City on a Saturday night. 
Sorry. Yeah. I had the privilege of watching a lady uh, on her phone uh, walk into some uh, metal bars sticking out of the back of my truck. <laughs> and uh, What the fuck, dude? Yeah, and the best part was um, instead of like, when I uh, when I apologized to her or asked her if she was okay and apologized for you know just because I had the shit sticking out so far, uh, she didn't take my apology. She instead uh, asked me where my red flag was for this stuff hanging out of the back, and then she asked for my manager's number. So being you know stand up guy that I am, I gave her my manager's number, which was my phone number because I worked for myself. I stepped back <laughs> in the building, waited for the phone. I am the fucking manager. Enough, I answered. Yeah, sure enough, I answered it, and she started be, and she started asking me all these questions. Um, and then I finally had to break the to her when I walked outside on my phone and told her, like, well, actually, I am the manager. <laughs> no, I don't care what you have to say because I watched you on your phone walking into this stuff. <laughs> you, can, you can just go fuck right off where you came from. <laughs> and uh, that was pretty much the end of the conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, anytime, anytime you see those, uh, how's my driving? Call the number. Uh, if you call it, you might actually get the guy drive. Yeah, I know. I've so, done that before. That was a fun. That was a fun story in a time of. Uh, since we're on the brink of World War Three now, with all this stuff going on in Israel and everything, people getting killed for no, I mean, for needless reasons on both sides, um, obviously. Um, Let's just have a little bit of levity and have some fun and just remember. Um, yeah, I know, had to call a dude it, out. It, it, it could be on it could be on our doorstep any fucking day. No one in the mute anymore. Sad world we live in, but uh, just look out for each other, man. Like be I totally vigilant agree. and uh, you know take care of your neighbors and stuff. Dude, Unless life is like the pit, man. When we fall down, we got to help each other up, man. Life is like the pit, like that. And you know, and here's the thing: I had to fucking like call a dude out on being a fucking dick. For a couple of days ago at a fucking Thornton's of all place. Yeah, everyone likes to uh, overcompensate for their small penis. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like everyone has to be Billy Badass, you know. It's like my first name is Billy, last name is Badass. Dude, you know. Well, my name, I, that's my interesting name that you say Billy Badass. Like, right. That's Do an I? interesting thing that you say Billy Badass because I think that's a southern thing. There's also Betty Badass. Female really? I've never heard that. You never heard that? You never heard that before? No, it's all Billy Badass here. Uh, Jason, because Baptized does not have anything uh, to listen to today, out of the big goddamn metal show lineup, who do you want to fucking play a song from? Uh, that's a good question. I guess we'll go with. Um, You've played with a couple rifle. of these bands. Yeah, let's do Rifle. You want to do some Rifle? Well, you know, we will do Rifle. I know, already, I, know I know they play the theme song you've already heard. But yeah, but quick. we're going to play a different theme song. And uh, a different theme song. Listen to me. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they've released this or not. But I'm going to. They have fucking now. This is from Rifle. This is the Cooler House. Yeah. 
measures taken Those that strayed Have been forsaken They carry on They carry on And who here still weeps For Babylon In those tears There's no pity Just the sound of thunder Rolling over dead city Today, I'm being joined here in studio from a couple of the dudes from the band Baptize. As everybody, uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce you, Stephen Cachado, Trent Combs. Hey, how, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? How the fuck are you all doing? Oh, not bad. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Dude, like I said before, you know, it's about time. You know, it's only been like five, almost five years of having the show, and it's like <laughs> schedules never seem to work out, but finally... It's it's here. Uh, yeah, man, you gotta try to wrangle musicians. On yeah, the it's like her right? luck, dude. <laughs> they they say like they it's get five like people her... to practice in general. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's why I love having a three p. No, Hello. no, Best Buy. Fuck. <laughs> 
Leave me alone. I'm not paying you this month. Fuck off. No, uh, seriously, it's like herding fucking cats. That's why I enjoy having a fucking three-piece band. It's because there's, and even still, it's God, what is that like? What's that? God, what is that like? Just three people at a band. It's so so much easier. Honestly, I love him to death, but like Todd, he's he's like, I'm going to take this job. I'm going to get off earlier. And it's never fucking happened since. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, all right, we're going to start practicing at fucking six again. Seven o'clock. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to do a three piece, but I gotta have another guitar player to cover up my fuck ups. Hey, that's fair. Hey, hey, that's hey. fair, actually. I get it. Yeah. That's why I play distorted bass yeah. and <laughs> play rhythm bass like uh like the Lemmy, you know? Yes, so you guys have had like over the years here, you've been a you've been a band for how long now? Oh god. Uh in in this oh, band, man. I should say. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I wanna say it it it's probably like officially it's probably like Couple years, couple years in, at least, we, yeah, because we, we first started for we sure. First, we we kind of talked about it for a while, like talked about the idea of this band, right? And then we pulled it together with Andrew, my brother, on bass, yeah. And we had the we had the damnedest time uh, <laughs> finding another guitar player to join because you know we I wanted to do guitar harmonies and you know right. and have a two guitar dynamic, and it took us a while to find someone who you know like wanted to to do it for real right <laughs> oh, go ahead and open the fucking door <laughs> let, right. the, let the cat Jesus in. Christ <laughs> I'm glad I fucking edit get your ass in here I mean you can leave what's it up, open what's up little homie what the fuck <laughs> I think I'm having fucking fun without her Jesus well, Christ I mean we were we are right now, now she's included well, cats, yeah. cats love, now she'll probably get in one of the boxes down by your feet um, cats, love, told- cats love baptized too I've they do they do so big fans big fans cat, so cats love baptized now how many shows have you have you all done where where somebody has announced you as like Baptiste, Baptiste, all of them uh, <laughs> every, every, everything you can think of that's why we have a shirt that, yeah, we got, that, we got a shirt that jokes on that on the back. Yeah. Uh, the pronunciation, yeah, because it's got so, different, ne- different, different names. versions so, of yeah, what try, we've been try called. To name this band was a pain in the ass because, like, <laughs> dude, it, it was when well, we named the band. It was probably twenty twenty one or something like that. Yeah. I guess. And dude, that means that rock and roll and metal bands have been around for how many decades before that point, taking up all the good names? Like, And, no, and nobody had baptized. <laughs> there's no names left, dude. Right. So Trying to had, stick to a single word, yeah, too. Is... Yeah, one or two words, and it has to you know, kind of encapsulate the vibe of the of the band the right way. And yeah. we, I tried a whole bunch of different things and Googled them all, and they were all <laughs> fucking taken. Right. Uh, <laughs> so we, I don't know, we, we ended up with baptized and changed the Z to an S to kind of differentiate ourselves right and you it's know, been a real we were, struggle we, we regret it every day it's been a, it's been a, been a, been a real struggle ever since right. no 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 I, I like our band name I think yeah, it's good it is but you know we gotta we, yeah we have that conversation pretty regularly well and, and it's funny because I know what you go through because it's with my band name, everybody does it too. They pronounce it Overlord. Overlord. Lord. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're close, but no. And and in most well, of that our... that just means I can't fucking read. Well, uh. well see, <laughs> I, I like to give the benefit of the doubt because sometimes people fucking... 
in in some of our logos that we've had, you know, it's questionable that other A does an look a like an R. R. Yeah. Yeah, so it kind of does, and it's like, nah, man. Well, Steven didn't have the experience with this, but I've been a blind scryer for uh, <laughs> seven years now, right? and uh, it's uh, so I'm, I'm pretty used to it. It's been called every other thing except blind scryer. So. <laughs> well, blind sugar. Blind sugar, bling sugar. Woo. That was on a, a billboard one time. Um, it's usually blind squire. That's that's the one that squire. It's yeah. usually squire that that yeah. we get. So and, and yeah, we should go ahead and mention that uh, blind squire in the archives. Uh, go oh, back yeah. and give it a listen. Yeah. Uh, he uh, Trent was here before. Blind squire fucking rules, y'all. They do. They absolutely do. And that and when we were here the last time, that was March of last year, wasn't it? Uh, producing oh, burn notice. I am terrible with that. I did not remember. Yeah, it was that was twenty twenty two. Okay. Wow, it's been that it's been a long. while. That's a that's a ways. Yeah. So you guys are actually in the studio right now. Well, with well, kind of, or just still getting not, stuff together. Not quite to the studio yet. That'd yeah. be that wouldn't quite be the truth. We have probably two more songs to write before okay. we're ready to, to lay down a full length. Right. And um, so we're we're more in writing sessions still okay. um but i don't know a couple more good solid tracks and we'll be ready to go right go into the studio and, and lay down some tracks we're ready for it mentally we just don't have <laughs> quite enough songs to right. put the full length out so right and and you'd mentioned that before we had started rolling tape mm-hmm. about doing uh, just dropping a full length yeah. immediately rather yeah, than yeah. doing like any EPs or singles right. yes. or anything. Correct. And I think that's a great idea because, yeah, you've played live shows, so the people know around here and where you've played at what you guys are about. Right. You know, but actually putting it on tape, vinyl, whatever you want to call it, yeah. whatever medium that you record to, which everybody does digitally these days, it's the most affordable. But... Have you can what so with the full length coming out? What is like the grand scheme, like the grand picture of what do you want it to be? Well, so are we talking like format wise? Well, yeah, the whole the, the yeah, whole spiel. So, what is when when Baptize goes into the studio, however long that takes, and it finally is the day. What is what is the okay, the album well, so, release going to be? Um, I'm, I'm gonna, Not I'm, when, but what yeah, 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 do you yeah. want? I'm, what do you envision? I'm going to back it up a little bit and kind of give you the sort of scope of, of why we're doing it this way. So, like, in this day and age, with streaming being the prevalent method of, of hearing music for most people. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and physical media is, isn't as in vogue. Vinyl is still pretty hot right now, though, which is yeah. awesome. I think that's great. <clears throat> I agree. Um, really, if we were smart, um, we would be doing EPs or releasing singles and kind of giving, giving the people, you know, kind of a new, a new thing to check out every so often breadcrumb trail. Yeah. Right. Um, now the, the issue is, is that we are not smart and, uh, (laughs) I just don't fucking want to do it that way. Um, all of the bands that I grew up. Uh, listening to and being into and you know the like the reason that I'm doing you know playing rock and roll and metal now um, you know they they drop you a, a full length debut album and yeah. you know yeah. that was sick <laughs> right and I don't know like if uh, if I was doing this 
for the purpose of you know getting a bunch of money out of it, which we're in metal, it's not going to pay. No. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's it's, it's more, not always. It's, but it's, it's, shit, it's more, I'm out. It's <laughs> it's more just like kind of filling a dream of something that I watched my heroes do when I was a kid or right. following music and stuff, and like. I, I want to do that. I just want to do that. I just want to drop a fat full length record uh, as our debut. You yeah. know, eight ten tracks of good rock and roll shit, and uh, let people enjoy it, man. You know. Um, but when we do get things done, obviously we'll release digitally. We will be releasing vinyl. Okay. Um, now with wait times, now those will come out after the digital release. Uh, I'm sure. But um, we'll probably do a run of tapes. We've okay. had some folks ask about cassettes. I feel like we're a cassette band. Yeah, we've had people yeah. ask about cassettes. Yeah. a lot of our shows and shit, makes a lot. Man, it makes a lot of if, sense. If they're asking, then we'll provide them. It's that yeah, easy. for yeah. sure. And, and that's the thing that I've always, you know, I've really liked about the merch side of things, of things that have come back, like you know the cassette coming back and vinyl coming back yeah. and even just weird fucking merch yeah. like the the party mirrors you know <laughs> those have those have made comebacks what here. are those yeah well you i'm going to tell you a story about a bar in town called cahoots before that it was two oh boy you probably have been there you probably I knew what i have been there <laughs> i was only there a handful of times before it uh before it closed up yeah i had some cahoots nights for sure no shit yeah. <laughs> uh and anybody needs to in the in Metal Forge land, uh, Google that shit. Google cahoots in Louisville. <laughs> check out the check out the stories. Check out Tuligan's stories too. <laughs> That's even they're Tuligan. even better. Yeah, Tuligan's was before I was around yeah, town. But was right, <laughs> I, I did have some cahoots times for sure. Oh my gosh! So yeah, but the grand scheme I of played things, cahoots once. Shit, I did too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not it. Uh, it was something. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. But did you did you play the brick house next to it? Did not. No. Yeah, when it no, was brick house wasn't there. Okay, uh, by the time I okay, was so they had already in, moved. In the scene, yeah, they had already moved to like Second Street or something at that point. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, crazy stuff. Now we're getting in deep into the weeds, <laughs> now, which is really why I like when bands come over to the to the to the Metal Forge because then we you know we do get these like long form episodes and shit where we fucking just bullshit about oh, yeah, about Louisville and and people you know people seem to like them you know because yeah. Nasty Nate from Ulm was here for like two and a half hours on an episode <laughs> yeah that motherfucker will you let he, him talk he, about he, himself and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right uh, yeah spin you some stories right right so Obviously, as you said, the vinyl coming out way after the the, the digital release. Yeah. Usually, it's because of thing. But one of the good things that I've noticed is like I think we were given a sixty day turnaround the last time we did anything vinyl. Really, and that I think was it's just like six months. Now. Uh, I don't know where they're going through, but but we were told that that we were we were pretty much told sixty days Man, because the wow, guy that's already. That's, I that's, guess he had already insane. paid the deposit. And had his place in line, maybe. Okay. And he just needed to provide the masters by a certain date. <laughs> okay. Man. So, hey, maybe that works. Did, did, maybe. All, the, did all the waiting ahead of time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that'll be a thing that... Maybe that'll be a did thing Did we mention we're not smart earlier? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think, See, do you think we're going to do something like that? No, because we're in metal and it, and it doesn't pay, right? Thinking but, ahead. 
So, other than that, do you all have any kind of uh, ideas? Like, are you going to do something super special for the shows? For like, when it when the album comes out? We haven't out? gotten that far. Um, we haven't planned. I mean, without having a release date, you can't plan an album release show. Right. I don't know. I like doing dumb shit. We'll try and put something <laughs> together special for right. for the release. But mm-hmm. as of right now, no, nothing's really percolating at this point. Um y'all will hear from us. You'll for you'll, sure. You'll know. And, you'll know. And of course, you know, we always provide links for everybody down below and all of that. But is there, you know, obviously this is coming out the day of the big goddamn metal show of which you are playing night two with yes, Snafu yes, yes. and yep. uh, Misery Machina, Overload, Promise of Plague, Kerr, and uh, shit, <laughs> Mothrog. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And, and and the bad thing is, is there's a flyer on the door behind you guys that I can just <laughs> easily look at and guess Got fucking what. Sheet there. Yeah. And, I, and it's like. Who is that band again? <laughs> Squinting my eyes because it's like on a fucking half of a sheet of paper. Uh, do you all have anything special planned for that night? We... Because I ask, because you all also do another band together as well. <laughs> is, Just another band. Is, I'm only going to mention one other right now. Is, man. That is true. Uh, because you all are also famous around Louisville for Hangover for Kill. For Hangover Kill. And with this being a big goddamn metal That's, show. Uh, fast and loose term with that famous. <laughs> ah. yeah. Fast and loose. Oh. Wow. So we are talk about deep cuts. We are planning <laughs> oh, on doing man. Hangover Kill on December twenty eighth. Right, Lemmy's death day. The death day party. This will be our eighth year doing it. Nice. Um, but Hangover Kill is not gonna rear its ugly head up before that. Definitely. No. Okay. Um, no. Well, and, and part of it too is that um, Hangover Kill is comprised of, of the members of Baptize, except without Bob. And add Dave Polinsky yes. of Volcandra. Um, he's a shredding guitar player, if y'all don't know, and he's a blast to play with. But he's our he's our other guitar for Hangover Kill. And yeah. if you don't know about Volcandra, they just got uh, they've been on the show before. Well, they and... yeah they 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 got signed to Prosthetic yep. uh, not terribly long ago. They've got a busy tour. We schedule. actually broke Killers, that man. news. Hell yeah, yeah cool. we uh, the the. Yeah. Uh, Dyer, when he was in the band, came yeah. up and said, "Hey, do you want to uh, do you want to announce this?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah, one for the one for the homies, you Hell know. Yeah. One Hell get yeah. a get a big win, and it was and it was re- uh, released that day, and that's fuck. awesome. And then Prosthetic released it the hour after me. So. <laughs> <You were> first, <laughs> I was hey, first. You yeah, beat the company. Yeah, um, beat I, them out. I saw Dave, uh, I guess a couple weeks ago. Now um, I was in. Uh, a music video shoot for Volcander. Okay, yeah, I um, saw that back on on the face pages. Yeah, and shit. they're gonna release that in like April or something. It's gonna be a while, it looks like. But I have seen the rough cut, and it's a blast. Um, but I mentioned to Dave about Hangover Kill, and he had way more important shit on his mind at the time. <laughs> but he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's gonna be soon, huh?" So, <laughs> we're all we're all so busy. It always comes and, down to the last yeah, minute with and Hangover that, Kill. That to our schedules <laughs> uh, pretty soon, but. Well, how does that work? Because I'm only I'm in two bands now, 
And one is just like, hey, when are we going to practice? Well, it's going to be this this Saturday of this month. That's what we do. We we've got we right. got to sit there and say, okay, well, it's like if we're getting one together once a month kind of thing. So when you've got two and three and however many bands, how do you all do that? Poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you ever just go in to say blind scryer practice and start a start a baptized song? Um, I'm not gonna say it hasn't happened, um, or vice versa. Yeah, but it's usually keep it pretty straight. Okay, it's usually not. It's usually uh, not well, a problem. Well, for one, they're two we're, way we're, different. We're bands. lucky to get to baptized practice and start a baptized song. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's really fair. Do y'all want to go through Stone Dead forever? <laughs> I've, I've, I've never done it on stage, at least. Uh, that, so that's, that's yeah, great. That's yeah. that's a plus. All I don't know. All all the bands are such different. Uh, yeah, different feels and different members. I don't know. It's hard to confuse them. Right. Um, because this is the thrash project, and this is the yeah, doom project, yeah. and this is the groove project, and yeah, yeah. One, one, one of my bands I have to sing and yell for. That's this one. One of, <laughs> one of my bands I just play guitar, but it's all about cowboy shit. So there's stagecoach. Wait then, a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that an Adam Page reference? Cowboy shit. No, it's not, but no. that's, cool. <laughs> that's a that's an AEW reference. Oh shit. Oh yeah, you're you're over my head with that one. Ah, <clears throat> I only know it because I'm I'm partially a wrestling nerd, so Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, man. I don't know shit about wrestling. I don't know shit about shit usually. <laughs> At least that's what some people tell me anyways. You don't know shit about shit, man. So so yeah, you all you know, you've you definitely got the different the different bands for the different the different moods. Yeah, it keeps us busy, but uh, don't, I don't I don't mix them up too terribly. Well, often, good so. that <laughs> because you know I mean that that's something that's awesome because everything does have its own its own place. Yeah, which yeah. I think is rad as shit. So fuck yeah! As as like I said, uh, big goddamn metal show is October the thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, which is by the time this is dropping that day. And the 14th. And I'm going to go ahead and play an ad for that. Cool. Right now. You know, I promote everybody's shows on here. But, like, I know I might, like, talk about everybody else's shows. But I'm fucking horrible about actually promoting... The fucking big goddamn metal show. Yeah, we might talk about it from time to time, but let me tell you, it is two nights, two venues, Friday the 13th, Saturday the 14th of October. Uh, Friday the 13th is at 21st in Germantown with Halfcaster, Rifle, Kill the Crown, Storm Toker, Eulogy in Blood, and their first appearance in... Kentucky Throne of Iron. And then on Saturday the 14th at the Mag Bar, this night two of the big goddamn metal show with Mothrog, Promise of Plague, Misery Machina, Kerr, Baptize, Overload, and Detroit's own Snafu. 
So you all want to be there. It's $15 a night, $25 for the weekend, and the fucking Forge Pass. Get your asses out there to the big goddamn metal show. All right, so before we get into the Derailed segment, because you all are here, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give everybody a refresher course. Derailed's five random questions uh, drawn from various decks of cards uh, in my in my list here, in my little my little rectangle oh, device man. in my pocket that does everything <laughs> of ev- that is it's it's everything. It, speaking, of, how do you all feel about that? How do you all feel before we get into that? What? How do you all feel about fucking like technology? I shit wish you like would that? go to work for me instead of <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> right? I don't know. It's like anything else, kind of you know, double edged sword. I well, mean, I mean, on, come on, on one hand, if I have a question about anything. <laughs> I could look up the entire <laughs> compiled history of mankind right. in my pocket, and that is that, that anybody cool. can edit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, God. On Wiki, yeah. yeah. And so, on, on the other hand, uh, I don't know, man. You ever run social media for a pizza restaurant geez. before and see the fucking comments that ends up on that shit? That's the other side of it. <laughs> and, and pizza restaurant, <laughs> I do want to go ahead and give a shout out here. Pizza restaurant, you are talking about. Oh, yeah, about. that would be Pizza to DC. Yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. they are sponsors of the Metal that Forge. Is Hell yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, you know, if you, if you want to, I mean, you're going to see him at his workplace on the fucking big goddamn metal show, anyways, but Steven, you are a bartender. Uh, at the mag bar. Yes, I'm a bartender uh, at the mag bar for and, better or for worse. And a degenerate. And a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go do all those things tonight. Right. I get off the show. Right. Well, the the thing about it is, it's like you're, you're like, I wish it would go to work for me. And the scene that popped into my head is from The Fifth Element, where it's the robot bartender with fucking the, uh, Ian Holm, and he's just like fucking sprays the thing. Yeah. You want some more? Yeah, I want, my, I want my phone to bartend for me, but I still want to. Yes, that's, that's where I'm at. With Fair this. enough. Yeah, uh, <laughs> seems reasonable. Still with an income. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of my favorite moments uh, in my memory bank here is being at the Mag Bar and ordering a White Russian from you, and you just looked at me oh, like, shit. "What the fuck? <laughs> what were you thinking?" <laughs> he goes, and he goes, "Next, a White Russian? <laughs> what?" It's like, dude, I just felt, I mean, who, seriously though, who like really goes to the bar to order a white Russian? Most people just make them at home. At my bar. At your bar. We'll call it infrequent. (laughs) Okay. I keep you on your toes. Uh, yes, yeah, you, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goes and fucking smells the milk and, and makes sure it's still good. I'm surprised <laughs> you would trust him to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, hey. I just got that face, Trent. I'm a trustworthy looking guy. He is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what are these questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not. Um, all right. Question number one. What do you think are three silly mistakes that people should avoid in their lives? Like in general or in like the, yeah. like a music? No, man. Lens. And these are general man. questions. They could be about anything you want it to be. Uh, Th- what shit, are three silly right mistakes? Go, going hey, to college. That's <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a silly mistake you want them to avoid? <laughs> you know what? I, I'm actually going to expound on that. I think there's some truth to that. <laughs> so I think college and, and higher education is great as long as you know what you want to do. Yeah, it's not um, for everything. It's not for everything. I. It's not uh, for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I 
I did well in high school. My, my parents made me be a good student, um, and I'm thankful for that. But I went to college. And look right at out you of, now. Yeah, right, like, well, that's what I'm getting <laughs> to, right? So, like, I got, I got out of high school, went to college, and did well. And I had a broadcasting major with a sales minor. And I, I realized, like, at the end of my junior year that I didn't give a fuck about the broadcasting industry. But at that point, I was already almost done with school. And I was on scholarship, so it wasn't costing me money for tuition. If I had changed my major at that point, I would have had to pay all that money and take out student loans, and yep. I'd be broke as shit. I'd still be paying them off. Wow. And uh, then I got out of school and like poked around at some of the jobs in the business. All of it sounded like fucking hell to me. Yeah. And now I'm slinging drinks and making plenty of money doing that, and my degree is a decoration. And, you know, like... I'm not saying don't go to college. I'm just saying, think about what know, you want you know, to be. If, you're, if, you're, if you know you want to be a vet, then hell yeah, you have to go learn how to do that. Yes. Very specific job to do that, and that's important. But if you're an 18 year old and someone's telling you you have to figure out what you want to do for your career for the rest of your life, I don't know. Maybe fucking go to trade school or well, and and I will like. say this. I mean, you do have a good voice for for broadcast. I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I keep being told that. <laughs> yeah, and but yeah, you're absolutely right with that. And it's the industry. Most people's industries of anything just fucking suck. Well, what's what's even more interesting about it is looking back. You know, as a, a broadcasting major, we the the idea of of broadcast radio losing out to streaming services like Spotify wasn't even part of the conversation when I was in school. Right. Uh, streaming services taking over broadcast television wasn't part of the conversation when I was in school. Yeah. All the shit that I learned, it's, I mean, I'm not going to say it's completely irrelevant, but it is outdated now. Very much outdated. Yeah. And, um, you know, if I had known what the next 10 years after graduation, or, you know, 10 years or so was going to bring... No, I wouldn't have gotten a fucking broadcasting degree. Like that doesn't make any sense in this day and age. No, me. it really like, no, I, it really doesn't. Know. So yeah, Trent, you're not totally wrong. Fucking yeah, go, going to college yeah. could be fantastic for your uh, future, or it could be a giant waste of time yep. and sink you into a bunch it's, of student hey, debt. Some it's of us are just going to be blue collar. All right, like, yeah, hey, and there's, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, God exactly. damn right. And, exactly. I mean, hey. I'm blue collar as it gets. I Same. work. I sell fucking auto parts. I'm not a Ray Zelensky, or I'm not a fucking Tommy boy either. But fucking, you know, I mean, yeah. kind of. If I shave, I kind of look like Tommy. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, but yeah, fucking people need those jobs too. And, sure. and I hate the fucking saying of like, well, the world needs ditch diggers too, because that's condescending it about is condescending. it. That is that is it's condescending. super fucking condescending. Yeah. Yeah. But like. But you it's know, not wrong. But it's not wrong. You know? And you know what? I have more fun fucking putting up podcasts fucking and slinging fucking car parts yeah. than I do fucking pretty much anything else. So, yeah, yeah. I get that. Uh, a whole fucking 100%, man. So, you got two other things? Because that was a pretty big... Oh, God, that I, was just one. That was just one. I would avoid jobs where they call you family. Ooh, ooh, yeah. We're family here, Trent. Because they're going to treat you like family. And that can really suck. Yeah. Hey. It's, like, it, hey man, it, I know it, it's your off day. Man. We could really use you. So you'll, you'll, be here at, uh, you'll be here at 10, right? Yeah, because we're family. No. No. 
And now the it's only now two the I abbreviation of. of fam. Now it's all fam. Yeah. We're all, we're all sure. fam we're here. All fam. We're all fam here. Yeah, that's a good another, another good one. Yeah, it's I been my experience oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> another silly silly mistake is uh, fucking working for the corporate world. <laughs> yeah, that uh, it's not yeah. not for me. I have done that, and I will not go back to that. No. I've worked in corporate environments for probably a decade. Yeah, before <laughs> I quit to just sling PBRs. And getting out of that was the best thing that's ever happened to my mental health. Like, it's night and day. So do you feel like Randall at the bar? Randall from Clerks. Like, when they're, <laughs> when they're talking about, like, hey, uh, what? yeah, man, what can I get you? Do you have that drink... Uh, uh, <laughs> where oh, yeah. they fucking remember shit, can't fucking all the all the time. Well, I've, got, I've got all kind of advice on how not to be at a bar. But... <laughs> you know, know what you want. It's, it, yeah, it's not easy. Because oh, I get man. that. You know, because I serve the public too with the go, parts, go, and I get go, the same thing. Go read the beer list on the wall. Don't ask me to just name every beer from memory because I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, who's the first person you usually call with good news? With good news, huh? I mean, probably. I guess I'd say my girlfriend, my partner. But if you know, when I'm not dating someone, I guess it depends on the news. You know, some news is like yeah. dad news, and some news is right. best friend news. That's fair. And some that, news is that's a very good point, and I didn't even you know because I read from the card. And yeah. that's a, that's actually a very good point because yeah, I mean it's like hey, Dad, oh, check this out, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'd, I'd say same my girlfriend, and if not, probably my oldest brother. Yeah, usually me, me. Yeah, or both my brothers usually yeah. wearing group texts. It depends on the news, but yeah, yeah. Uh, friends and family, man. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's it's the it's the support structure. You want to you, you want I think the idea is you want to tell someone who's going to appreciate the good news as right. much as you do, and will be able to celebrate with you. For sure. That's the idea. Uh, so I know I've got another question that's not in this group, but it, I think it's a good question for musicians out there, especially, you know, because you you live here. We're all from this area. Do your parents come to shows? My parents come to shows all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They're really easy to pick out because they, all look, the time. they look like parents. Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, does like, they'll even does wear like the merch. dad have like the receding hairline and the mustache? And... Uh, no mustache, but he'll, he'll like, he'll wear a baptized shirt, like tucked in. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Suit, my parents are super supportive. Of That's the awesome. Band and, and, and baptizes is a little unique because uh, it's it's my brother as well. So Andrew right. and I are both in the band, and I think that just tickles right. my parents to no end. I think they think that's great. It's really rad. Um, but they go to Scryer shows. Andrew plays bass in Blind Scryer. They go to Scryer right. shows. They come to Stagecoach Inferno shows. Uh, yeah, my parents are super supportive. They're that's, out there all the time. That's fucking <laughs> rad. Trent? No. No. <laughs> Nothing ever. Pretty I, sure my dad doesn't even know I'm in a band. Ah, uh, my mom is very supportive of everything I do, but she don't. She not, don't it's not out. not not her scene. I cannot have yeah, never imagined my mom in a, in mom Magmar. Doesn't come out quite as often as dad. Does. She does though. Um, your mom quite a few times, but yeah, I mean our our music is not. 
anything like what they're into. Right. They, just, they support it because it's their boys. Yep. And they're, yeah. They're happy. Well, see, that's rad as shit, though, you know, because I've got, you know, a couple of siblings and, and mom and everything. And I think I can I, I know how many times they've been out. And it's like, you know, I wish they would come out more, but I get it. It's not their scene, sure. you know. And, for sure. I mean, the last thing anybody really wants to see up there is me fucking beating the shit out of a fucking bass going, <laughs> oh, you know, fucking re- do, being fucking ridiculous. Uh, if you couldn't play music anymore, what would you do with your time? I would probably direct that into a different sort of art. Like, I I don't know. I, I like being creative. I like creating things. And if I wasn't able to play music which would bum me the fuck out <laughs> yeah for sure um i don't know I, I would have to find uh i'd have to redirect that energy into a different sort of art you know physical art of some kind or i don't know yeah. i've always i've always wanted to learn leather working honestly dude and I yes might, I, i'd like to still do that but it's a, yeah. music keeps me extremely busy with this many bands but um yeah if i couldn't do music i would I'd pick up something else instead and keep going, man. Like, yeah, that guy, I mean, that's uh, that actually kind of hit with something like, um, if I wasn't playing music, I mean, like again, it would be absolutely crushing. Um, but I think it would be something cause, uh, you know, I'm a welder by trade anyway. And I've always like looked at, um, I know like, um, Woodworking, I think, yeah, okay. would be yeah. would be yeah. really yeah. rad. Yeah, my, my I dad, love I love a lot of furniture and stuff. So I think it'd be cool to like learn how to like build furniture and my my get this Trent Combs work, limited piece. My Man, dad's worked with wood for a long time. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I, I don't know. I I've all, I don't know if I'm if if wood specifically would be something that I'd be interested in. But like something with my hands, you yeah. know, making making something. Making something. Yeah. Now. now, are you all artists outside of music also? Do you do visual art or anything? No, at all? I don't. Not. I mean, you don't, but you don't, do you not do any kind of like metal art or anything? No. No? No. Okay. Not I think really if I mowed shop, really. I might be able to do something like that. Right, because that is a big space thing. Yeah, too. yeah, if, yeah. If yeah, you have sure. like an apartment If I mowed stuff yeah, at the house, I'm a, sure that's something I would probably get into a little definitely. bit. That's like, a big thing. Like, I live in an apartment on the third floor. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, so... Anything that requires like any kind of workshop or a studio, like physical media studio space, right. I don't fucking have it. I get it. <laughs> I don't even have a garage, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's always the worst. Uh, and you know that was definitely a reason in like the home purchase for me was fucking like, all right, I don't want to fucking be trying to do this in a fucking apartment and fucking hearing fucking. Yeah. Fucking Dave from upstairs, Big fucking stomping hammer. on the fucking I totally floor. Because I have had that happen to me <laughs> working on music in an apartment before. Oh, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Uh, but yeah, man. So fucking cool. Uh, poutine or loaded nachos? Fucking both. <laughs> loaded I'm, poutine I'm nachos. Hungry. I'm hungry as fuck, man. <laughs> He's gonna go and have some pizza. I've actually never had poutine, but we actually did oh, yeah. a we did a poutine trailer not that long ago at work, and I saw it. and I was like, ah, that looks great, but I think yeah. I'd take a load of nachos over yeah, it. Your boy stay snacking. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. See, uh, yeah, I I don't think I've had poutine ever. I mean, I've had like homemade. Poutine, oh, yeah, poutine's great, but like not actual, like at a restaurant or anything. No. So, 
So yeah, that's what I want to try different. Yeah, but the great. loaded nachos, yeah, I get that. Especially yeah. you get a fucking nice top uh, nacho some, bar, some brisket on top of there. Uh, there we are. Damn, maybe we could try that for the show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we get. Hey, is there? We need to make a poutine pizza for the fucking Donisi. I wonder if they might have done that already. I feel like they, they probably have. have. I'm think, pretty sure they have, I, like, French yeah, fries and gravy and cheese was, on a pizza. Yeah, it, might, it might have been a few years ago, but I, I want to say that um, It sounds familiar. has happened. But, it, yeah. it, it sounds familiar. Um, so, I do have one more question. This is the, oh, the last question of the day, and... Um, before we get to it, as always, links are listed below. So please give a like, a share, and a follow. When these guys actually have a new album out, go fucking buy it. Support these guys in any Thank way you. you can. Go to the shows, the big goddamn metal show. And uh, what else do you all have going on before for the rest of the year? So we have the big goddamn metal show on the 14th. And then just a couple days later, um, on the 18th, we're playing at Portal with a 1,000 Mods and The Well... And shit. they what added. Was the, they what was the added, other band they added? I cannot remember Uh-oh. off the top Damn of it. my head. Uh oh. I'm going to look it up this while Trent the, answers the rest of these questions. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah, they added somebody late in that, and I can't remember who it was. All right. And uh, so, so that is that going to be the probably the the last show? I, think I mean, that, what that's, do our, you, that, that's our last. That's the last baptized show. show. That's our last book it? show for the, um, we're for not, the year. We're not opposed to picking up some more stuff as the rest of the year goes on. But we're also trying to hammer this writing. We, yes, we are very That's focused on on trying to get some uh, you know final writing done so we can go into a studio and actually have something to give back to all of y'all who keep coming to see us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as it sits right now, we've got two in October. And then we are kind of stepping back okay. to try and get things finished. Yep. Okay. Now, uh, any stagecoach, blind scryer, any of the, any shows for them? Uh, real quick, the other band on that uh, show on the 18th is Miracler. M I R A K L E R. Nice. So I'll have to check that them out. The that that's I a pretty cool sounding that's name. That's the one I couldn't remember. Um, as far as stagecoach goes, we are doing one more show this year. And it's going to be the uh, Krampus celebration that Gore Club and Art Sanctuary put on. And has that been announced yet? <laughs> that has been announced, actually. Okay, good. <laughs> yes, has, has been announced, so I'm allowed to say this. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, has that been announced? That's I know how. 2nd, I think. Aw, oh, really? Yeah. That is because there is a uh, there might be a Metal Forge Live <laughs> showcase. I see that on the back bar. Sorry, homie. <laughs> Sorry, homie. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Baptize isn't playing that one. Hey, yeah. you want to do we, double duty? It's, it's, it's funny because we actually talked about doing uh, double duty bands on that day and doing Baptize at a, a different show that that we were discussing. And then, like, packing it up and getting over to the Krampus thing for Stagecoach yeah. to play. And we just decided against it. Um, trying to try to bash out two shows. That, I think that I got... high energy in one night. Um, just, I don't want to. <laughs> well, well, here's what I'm going to do next year. Uh, it, you know, we're, we're hoping the big goddamn metal show is going to be a success this year. Because we want to do it again next year well, yeah, as well. Yeah. And so next year, I'm going to have to book on the same night. Blind Scryer, she, 
baptized. <laughs> just yeah. make us all do extra work. Uh, we've, and, we've done it. And headlining yeah, the night, Stagecoach Inferno. We're very used yeah. to it. And just fucking everybody. It's just fucking. six band members and there's ten bands there. <laughs> sounds, sounds like Shit. Cool. Sounds like, yeah. Dude, kidding. like, talk about We're like. not kidding. Boy, here's the thing. Yeah, like drummers in town. I want to. <laughs> Right. But here's the fucking awesome thing of what it would be. Like, you guys are like a fucking... If you all could get off to do it in your respective bands, that would be a great fucking tour package. Because you all could... Yeah. You're all fucking, like, you know, dudes. You're all in the... Just a lot of of work. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, like, you when you really think about it, if, like, Baptized She and fucking, I don't know... uh, Brian Scryer all went and did like a, a tour. You could. We we could. That is possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, because I mean, you all know each other. You all are fucking. Yeah. All in the same friend well, group. And he's, and he's uh, actually toured with Blind Scryer before. Mm-hmm. He's he's come along on the road with us. Right. Yeah, stuff, I did. So. I filled in on guitar, filled on guitar. When, guitar when River wasn't able to go on the road. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah. Last spring. That was a, a riot. That was so. a great time. Definitely. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, final question. Or, well, fuck. No, I didn't ask. Do you all want to shout out anybody today? Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, oh. hey, let's shout out Mark Jackson. No, hell oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. Absolutely. <laughs> Put nah, the big man. goddamn metal show together. That's a really big undertaking, man. Well, and we're stoked that, that you... Put that energy into it. You know? Well, let me explain something about this. And I don't think I've actually went out and said this on air before today. Sometimes I feel like in Louisville, there is a little bit of a division amongst our scenes. And like you, we've never played shows together. You and our bands haven't, right. which is cool, which I, that was like, that's, you were like one of the first people I hit up. I was like, dude, I really want to play this show with you all. Do you all want to do this? And you you came back and you're like, yeah, man, let's do this. And it's like, fuck yeah. And then it's just like, and then I was like, all right. So the other bands in town that, you know, I love playing shows with and I love seeing, I want to put them on there too. And it, like the Rifles and the Mothrog and Kill mm-hmm. the Crown and sure. Stormtober. Yeah. And yeah, they're in Lexington, but they're homies. They're, they're, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're here enough. They're here all the time. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so is Kerr. So it's like, and then I just wanted to bring in two bigger bands like Snafu and right. Throne of Iron and and almost originally going to headline Friday night but they had shit come up and couldn't do it. Mm. So, fuck yeah. That's a shame. I love watching Owen. Oh, play. I do too. Oh yeah, every uh, time. I, I caught them a few weeks ago at Mag and like I I know that they're great every time, but when it's been long enough since I've seen them, I see yep. them play again, it's yep. like, ah shit, I forgot it's that good. Oh yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> and I watched them at uh Planet of the Tapes. Yeah. Uh back in in fuck, like February or something this past year. And it was just it was amazing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Might yeah, have been March. Always, always a good, good show. Band, yeah. And I know that they were just recently there with uh Storm Toker again in the in the Moose Pussy Express tour. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's the second time they've been on that tour together. <laughs> so it's the the MPE two tour. <laughs> uh, how do you feel? Like okay, so you're getting into the dating scene. It, you you broke up. You you're finally on the mend, and you're starting to date someone new. And they start trash talking their ex. How does it make you feel? 
What what is what does that I, say to you guys? I don't I don't stand for it. I don't know. Definitely. It, 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 I it just, there's a lot of factors in there, yeah. you know. Uh, a, I try to avoid it. Am, am I trying to date this person, or are we just trying to smash? Because then I don't care what you have to <laughs> that, say about your ex. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> just say you're actually interested in and and, oh, sure. and looking for the looking for the well, relationship. You know, and if, yeah. if this person told me like, "Hey, my ex stole my fucking dog or something," I'd be like, "Yo, that's fucked up." Uh, but if they're right. like, "Oh, my ex is crazy." Yeah, well, I don't know. We're, yeah. all, we're all crazy, so yeah, yeah. So it's definitely the red flag. You're like, all right. Yeah. I, I I assume that if someone is no longer dating someone, that there's a reason for that, and that it's probably supposed to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fair, fair enough. Definitely, uh, dudes. Trent, Stephen. Thank Mark. you guys so fucking yeah, yeah. right. Mark. <laughs> now we all know each other. I knew it was coming. All right, it was coming. Interview over. <laughs> I will shave you. In five years, no one has fucking said that uh, that I can recall on this a, show to me. That's a goddamn shame, they, isn't it? They need to watch worse movies. More of that at a baptized show. Come on <laughs> yeah. out, dude. Come on out at, at the show at at big goddamn metal show. You all should just play your set with that on the screen behind you. <laughs> <laughs> just that scene. Just that. Scene. I did not. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> Dude, have you all ever seen Samurai Cop 2? I have not seen Samurai what, Cop 2, no. What, of this course. Is, this, this is an ace movie. I guarantee. <laughs> this this sounds like. Yes, it is. This, it is. <laughs> this, uh, I'm pretty sure he's made me watch Samurai Cop at least. Yes. <laughs> Samurai Cop is good. It Kind of. I mean, for what it is, it's like, God oh, it. shit. But Samurai Cop 2 has Tommy Wiseau as the villain. Oh, wow. And he's, and he's, he's playing an Asian man. Oh God! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! That tracks. And it's such a fucked up film, <laughs> but it's so fucking funny too, dudes. Stephen Trent, thank you so fucking thank much you. for coming into yeah, Metal dude, Forge today. For uh, Appreciate it. This has been super fucking awesome. And since there is no baptized to play, there is not. There is not. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely if, if any not. Y'all, have, you know, are curious how we sound. We do have some like live clips on YouTube and shit. We just don't have anything recorded yet because we're not releasing demos. We're just going to release the, the real thing when yeah. it's done, and that's just the way it's going to be. That sucks for us because we're not selling any music that way, but we hope that y'all enjoy it when uh, we are able to finish it up and put it out. Definitely. So, actually, I think what we're going to do is we'll just go ahead and play out a song from another band on the show. There you go. Cool. All right. We love other Sounds bands. Sounds good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, baby. 
Get ready for a night of face-melting metal. Friday, November 10th at The Odd in West Asheville. It is the return of the annual Steel and Stone Fest featuring the only performance of the year from the North Carolina power metal legends Twisted Tower Dive. The rest of the lineup includes metal bands from Asheville and surrounding areas. Children of the Reptile, Oblivion Throne, Overload, Temptations Wings, and All Hell. $12 in advance, 15 at the door. First 50 people get a free comp CD. Doors are at 4, the music is at 7. For advanced tickets, go to stealingstonefest.com. Be there. In 2017, one man's vision and passion for all things metal started out as a record store in his house. Years later, the fight against a mainstream empire continues as Shade Beast. An independent metal collective and online store based in Athens, Georgia, is the world's premier heavy metal brand for music heads that value authenticity over the mainstream acceptance. Featuring original t-shirts from some of the best underground artists, as well as stickers, posters from the Shade Beast Presents concert series. Unique, one-of-a-kind collectibles and small curated selection of vinyl and cassettes from the masters old and new. Visit ShadeBeast.com and enter promo code SITHLORD for free domestic shipping on your first order, whether you're a new customer or returning. And be sure to join the Shade Beast social groups on Facebook and the interwebs to keep up with the new release announcements and talk all things metal and Star Wars. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and filth. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day, all with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground. 
from the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine, an independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com slash soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. That's unchainedtapes.com. BigCartel.com What's up, Metal Forge fans? This is Alan Bishop, the alchemist of Indiana's Black Forest and head distiller at Spirits of French Lick. Do you find yourself drawn to the unexplained, fascinated by the Fortean, or enchanted by the paranormal? If the things that go bump in the night resonate in your mind, then tune into my brand new podcast, If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Featuring first-hand accounts, collected stories, interviews, history, and speculation related to all things not of this world. Available now on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and more. Set back, relax, and remember, if you have ghosts, you have everything. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE10 to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Hey, Metalheads, it's with great pleasure I get to tell you guys about a new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Ageless Art, New Albany. After 20 years of owning and operating Ageless Art in Clarksville, Indiana, Phil Garrett had a vision for a new type of tattoo studio, something that is clean and modern, sleek, refined, inviting. And he's done just that with Ageless Art in New Albany. You can find it at 2736 Charlestown Road, New Albany, Indiana, 
888-447-4750. Business hours are Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays are 12 to 6. All sessions are appointment only, so give them a call and go get you some new ink. Or if it's your first time, go get your first one, baby. Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana, is the premier 12,500-square-foot music superstore that has served both Southern Indiana and Louisville, Kentucky metro area for over four decades. Originally founded by Marvin and Beverly Maxwell in the 70s, this gym remains a Maxwell family-owned business. Mark Maxwell, along with his business partner, Whitney McNichol, continued the reputation as being the national resource for all things music. In 2022, the iconic Guitar Emporium of Louisville relocated to Maxwell's Music, creating the largest independently owned showroom in the region. The retail offerings at Maxwell's Music includes a huge selection of guitars, basses, amplifiers, effects pedals, modeling amps, keyboards, drums, banjos, mandolins, ukuleles, sound systems, stage lighting equipment, and accessories. The music education program at Maxwell's is second to none. From private instrument and voice lessons to DJ, EDM, recording, songwriting, and music theory, to rock school, weekend warriors, and Maxwell's Music Lab, there is something for every age and every ability level. Down in repair land, guitar and instrument repairs and refurbishment are taken care of by the Maxwell's team of expert guitar technicians and luthiers. They also do appraisals of instruments as well. Maxwell's offers installations for professional audio, visual, and lighting systems for schools, churches, clubs, VFWs, funeral homes, sports fields, and so much more. There's also rentable space at Maxwell's, from the music practice and rehearsal rooms for the individuals and bands, all the way to a meeting space and concert venue that seats up to 120. That also includes a professional audio, visual, and lighting system and a sound booth. Maxwell's has it all. All this plus original functioning 1947 recording booth to make your own record. Go to the Guitar Hero Throne, to the very own Elvis statue, and don't forget the Harmony Green Pocket Park. There's a reason the Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana has been recognized by the National Association of Music Merchants as a number one award-winning best store design, as well as top 100 music store year after year. You gotta see it to believe it. Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana. 